So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I must say, you guys made season one a hit. And it made me so happy to hear from so many of you guys via email, direct message on how you're going to PR yourself better, especially as we move into 2021. So thank you so much for all the kind words and for all of you guys that are leaning in and putting in the work. This podcast is for you. So for those of you who are looking for a little bit extra oomph for your businesses and for your brands, I have something for you. Be sure to always visit PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com. Make sure you're signed up for our email list where I send out episode recaps. I'm going to send out when I'm doing webinars, when I'm going to be live. I'm going to send out when we're offering our next live course. So be sure to sign up for that email list, PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com and never miss an update. That way you can PR yourself better and um, just do bigger and better things as we move into 2021. Also, exciting news, my book, PR Yourself, will be coming in 2021, so be sure to go to PRYourselfBook.com and sign up, again, for that email list. You're not going to want to miss when pre-sales drop. You're going to want to be the first to get this book in your hand, and I'm not kidding you guys. I was on the phone yesterday with an organization that's going to have me do a workshop in June, and they have already pre-ordered 50 copies. The manuscript is not even turned in yet, and they have pre-ordered their 50 in you're going to want to get yours too. So PRYourselfBook.com. And lastly, if you're, you're like, Leah, you know what? I need that hands-on training with you every single month, whether it's marketing, whether it's PR. Hey guys, I have something super affordable for you. You're going to want to go to Think3Media.com forward slash Think3EDU. And you're going to sign up for our subscription service. It's only 49 bucks a month, you guys. And what you get is one live you heard it right. One live session with me on a marketing or hot PR topic of the month. And then you're also going to get a mastermind session with other business and brands that are just like you, where maybe you're stuck on an issue. What we do when we mastermind together, we help you to get unstuck so that for those next 30 days before you go into the next month where we do another session, you can work on that item and take your business or your brand from one level to the next. That's what it's there for. So go to think3media.com forward slash think3edu and sign up for our subscription service. That way you're always learning on how to market yourself better and how to PR yourself better as we move into 2021. And without further ado, enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I have a longtime friend here in the studio today. And she's like a Barbie. She's so beautiful. Again, so kind. my guest put me to shame. They come up here. Sl- I don't know where the hell they think they're going. They come up here, walk in the runway in like stiletto boots. Faces are beat to perfection. Accessories are slamming. And I'm like, I just rolled out of bed. Grab that shirt over there. Some sweats from over here. <laughs> I have dressed up every day of COVID. 
I mean, really? I have. Even my husband had COVID early in March. And every day I'd get up like I was going to work and I'd go to my office at home. That's interesting. And that works for you. I'm that kind of person. I like to be ready to go. Like if the camera's going to be on or something's going to be happen, I want to be ready for it. Maybe that's my whole problem. <laughs> so if I will wake up from here on out and get dressed as if things were normal, maybe that'll help with a little something something. It's It helps my mindset for me. Now, there are the days I'm hair in a ponytail and a sweater and leggings, but they're really rare for me. They're like a Friday oh or a Saturday. Are you working from home? I am, majority. And you are fully decked yes. out to the nines? Yep. This is fantastic. I, you know what? I don't know. It's just how I do. It's how I roll, Leah. <laughs> well, let's tell everybody who this beautiful woman is here in the studio. Ooh. Jessica Nunez. Clap, 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 clap. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica, and what you have going on currently at True Point Communications. Well, Leah, thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it. Um, at True Point Communications, this year has been a great year for us. I mean, obviously, it's been the year of the pivot and the transition and the hustle, but our team rose to the occasion, and they have blown me away by what they've been able to accomplish. Um, we are a integrated marketing communications agency. We are a national agency, meaning we represent clients all over the nation, from emerging startups to Fortune 500 brands. And so this year has really tested us because we have had to be in the trenches and help with crisis communications, um, helping clients uh, pivot and take on, you know, from from having to scale down and then scale up really fast and be ready for everything that comes our way from a communications perspective. We have two practice groups. We have digital media Mm -hmm. and then marketing communications. And so we propel brands forward. We work with brands that want to propel forward, brands that want to grow fast and that want to grow in general. We are that kind of team that um, comes alongside them, digs into the trenches. We're scrappy and we hustle and we get it. We get it done. So, And I will say, um, I first came across Jessica many moons ago. <laughs> Probably about six years ago, I feel like. Yeah. When I was doing more of the writing, I did not like to label myself a blogger because just because I felt like, okay, I'm a trained writer. Right. You know, I was already a published author before I even got into the writing space. But um, you guys would always send me press releases. You had amazing clients, which one of my favorite was, I think it was Lazy Dog Restaurant. Just yes. because y'all had the most amazing media events where we got to literally eat everything off the menu. And I mean, the food is so good. so good. Yes. And just the campaigns and everything that you guys would do, it was always so fun. So I remember just always having an admiration for what you guys were doing and the professionalism by which you did everything. And then you as just a female just badass just killing it out there where when you think of people not necessarily mentors but you're like I aspire to be that that when I was building thing three media was like I don't want it at that scale because that's huge but I want to operate at that level of excellence and so congrats to everything thank you done and I just can't believe it's been like that long I can remember I can still remember people that have worked with you where I would get emails and when I would see it I'm like okay we got to open that one (laughs) (laughs) it's from true point well thank you that means a lot I need to come in here every day and get my my daily dose (laughs) I'm so serious I was telling you before and I'll just put it out there on the air that um there was some years ago Jessica was speaking and she was talking about a women's networking group that she was in and I was just like this scrappy entrepreneur just trying to figure out 
you know, how can I monetize everything that I'm doing? And I was rocking and rolling. And I remember you gave me a card and you were like, well, but you have to make a million dollars or more to kind of be in this organization. And and it didn't deter me. It actually just lit a fire under my Same ass. Where I'm like, I'm going to be in that group with Jessica because she is cool and she's my friend and yep. I can do it. And I put it on my vision board like every single year and whether or not I made that mark. Right. Mm-hmm. It's still gave me the fire to create. So I think sometimes we do stuff and we say things to people and kind of walk away and you don't know how it affects them. And so that I thank you for that. Absolutely. Girl, I'm going to be in that group with you. I was that same. I, you know, they wouldn't let me in. I took, I had to, I had to fight tooth and nail to, to get that revenue and get there and mm. hustle. And once I heard about that and they held that little carrot and dangled it out to me. Girl. And said, yep. I, I can was- go be there. I'm going, I'm running. And so. I still have that card, so the <laughs> carrot is still dangling. I will see you very, very soon, and you heard it here first. I know. I love it. <laughs> so I do want to talk to you because you, you've you been in the PR game for a very, very communications game a very, very long time. And one of the things that a lot of startups and entrepreneurs, when they are kind of considering um, public relations from a media outreach standpoint, they're always weighing, well, do I need local or national coverage? And you guys do both. So can you talk a little bit about how does one weigh what they need and is it based off of what they're launching or their product or how does that, that's a big thing to tackle. Absolutely it is. And you get, you know, uh, let me dial back for several years ago, um, someone we, I think everyone loves, Oprah. Okay. Hi, Oh. I hope she's listening today. We love you. (laughs) But I was so happy when she retired from her TV show because when I first started True Point, I would get calls all the Everybody time. Everybody wanted to be on Oprah. Can show. you just get me on Oprah? And <laughs> I was like, uh, no, you just don't get on Oprah. And well, there's an agency that says they could get me on Oprah. And I said, well, no, they can't. And that, you know, that's a very hard thing to accomplish. And, um, and so there was a point where I would put in a bonus and say, okay, well, if we get you on Oprah, then you're going to pay us $20,000 extra uh, to do that. And so um, it was so, I just was so happy the day she retired so people could stop asking me. I don't think we want Oprah to listen to this, Jessica. (laughs) No, from a good perspective, because that's how, how well, how good she did. And then she still has her magazine and it's a wonderful thing to be O's favorite things. And we've secured those. Well, it, and it's always somebody, right? right? It's some other media website, some other publication. And so going back to your question of whether it's national or local or whatever site or media outlet, it really depends on your audience and who are you trying to target. And so, you know, I'll use an example of a commercial real estate firm um, in Dallas because we do a lot of commercial real estate work on B2B side. Awesome. And um, in, in our media, our audience is really... It's Dallas media. It's we want people who are following the real estate market in Dallas to know about our clients, what their um, deals are, what their leadership positioning is, why they are a leader in the market, and they have ownership of that. But sometimes those clients grow or they have really notable projects that that capture a national attention or have the opportunity to truly mm, capture it. Okay. And so it's our job to help see that, right, mm-hmm. and, and tell the client, hey, this is some this is some opportunity for a national story and we should take this a little further. Um, not just saying, staying on that one little level playing field all the time when if they are growing and they do have something that's really captivating to take it a step further. 
but not to spin your wheels just because it feels good and it boosts your ego to be this ego you know, boosting the, thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am pretty sure, as with many of the publicists I've had on the show so far, that you spend quite a bit of time managing expectations. I don't care that your social media followers have told you that you're all of that. <laughs> right. Or or that close knit group of, of people in your life Girl, who aren't you gonna be on tell the cover you. of Essence magazine. Um really? Um okay. <laughs> and and tell me the the why, the differentiator. Um, help. They can't tell you a why. It's just, I want to be on the cover. That's exactly right. And so I love that you said managing expectations. We use that all the time at your point is um, get out in front of it and manage the expectations of the client. Set realistic expectations. Hustle. Set big, ambitious goals. Um, we're not saying, you know, play at, um, play at a one or two. We're saying play at a nine or ten. Play, go all in. But but do it for the right reasons. Right. Do it for you're going to reach the right target audience consistently, own the messaging, own the leadership positioning, and then as you grow, other opportunities come from that. Absolutely. I think that is such so well played that it's more important to reach your target audience for the purposes of you have something out there that you need to serve them with versus the vanity. I want to go national because that's either what I'm seeing other people doing or it just makes me look or feel good. That's not a strategy. That's exactly right. And it, it's a feed your ego. You know, oftentimes I have to tell clients too that um, PR is can often it's a gray line to revenue for some brands, right? Now that we're online and you've got if you've got a direct and consumer brand and you get an online placement, sure that can drive direct sales in that moment. But for many businesses, it's the now you're in the, I've read about you, I know about you, you're in the consideration set. Mm-hmm. Right. So going back to Lazy Dog, uh, they were a great company. I'd love to use them as an example. If I'm seeing you write about them and I'm thinking about where I want to go eat for dinner that night and I just read your article, well, I'm, Lazy Dog is automatically in the consideration set. You told me their new wings are absolutely delicious. I've got to go try them. They have a wonderful brunch. Then I'm thinking, oh, I need to go somewhere for brunch on Sunday. Now I'm going to bring them up. Right. That's why that works well together. And that it's part of the decision-making process. Mm-hmm. If we weren't there, then they wouldn't know to have considered us if we didn't do the PR. It's like if you've ever gone to the grocery store and there's the, the products on the bottom shelf, they're all right. covered in dust, right? Yeah. Or they're paying extra to say, look down here. And people don't even, I just learned that maybe a couple of years ago that, that some of the brands actually pay to be at like eye level mm-hmm. or a little bit higher on the shelf, like the right? shelving system. Like I had no idea about that. That's right. Somebody didn't come in and say, oh, I love Campbell's let's put or progressive uh, progressive I'm going to put them up top it's no I you know I want to be there because I want that positioning I want that I want to be front and center with the consumer you're just dropping so many nuggets I'm so inspired right now like I'm about to go back and yell at my whole entire team like get gritty get gritty listen to this episode and get gritty but I do want to kind of pivot just on the national front because I think one of the best things that I've kind of watched over these years with you is the QVC coverage. And I'm like, Jessica's on QVC. Like, what is she doing on QVC? And I know that there's a lot of businesses and brands on there that that is a goal. Um, Whether or not they can mass manufacture whatever it is that they have. I do know um, there's a skincare company that I worked with when she was in the very early startup stages that that was a goal. She recently got into Neiman Marcus. So now she's a part of their um, NeimanMarcus.com skincare section. But 
I mean, how do you, do you coach clients through that? Is it a process? Like how does one go from it being on the vision board to QVC reality? So, um, recently I launched a product that I'm a co-founder in, Mm -hmm. uh, Kizik Shoes. So it's a, um, pop on, pop off shoe. Um, Kizik.com. It's a wonderful, easy, K-I-Z-I-K, wonderfully easy, um, shoe to get in and get off and has a two, over 200 patents on it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was a really unique item first off and nobody else in the footwear category was doing pop on pop off there is slide in there's crush the heel down um, there's no heel covering um, and they were doing it for an audience that made sense for hsn and qvc customer and i'd been doing hsn for over two years selling product so for them it was the process of getting in to a seller who sells into qvc Um, who then we took the product to the buyers and we were able to pitch it in person and tell the story. And there has to be a compelling story for the QVC audience. Gotcha. So that customer has to, and and if you think about um, that, it's a woman, it's um, anywhere, you know, between the ages of 35 to 65, which is a wide range. You have to think about your product and you have to think about why is it compelling to them and how does it fit into their life? Um, and then you have to be able to have that on-air story because right. it's live on-air. How long are y'all taping normally? I've, I've heard nightmares. So, no, they're, um, most of our segments have been, you can go for, um, you know, an hour, 30 minutes. I mean, sometimes I've done three-minute sales segments, but you're selling product live. And if you think about doing a 60-minute segment, you're talking about footwear for 60 minutes so you have to love it you have to know what you're talking about you have to know how it fits into that audience that target audience's life it's been really interesting in this time with COVID in 2020 to see how many brands have pivoted Mm -hmm. to be able to do directly on their website now or through through their YouTube channel very similar they don't obviously don't have the same audience size that QVC or HSN does but they are utilizing technology in a similar way. And that's one way I would get started. I would start building that um, base and building an audience on your own, utilizing social media, going into a studio, showcasing your product and telling your brand story. And if you're not the right person, this is another thing. I have a lot of brands that I've worked with over the years that have hired get me. Get a spokesperson. Get a spokesperson. <laughs> we talked about that season one, Susie Solis episode. <laughs> Please download it. It is a excellent investment. And I can tell you for the brands I've worked for, they have come back and said, we do, we, we've seen such an increase in sales from when our founder did it with different companies that I've worked with to when now we have you as a spokesperson doing it because you're trained, you know the ins and outs, you know how to go to be on in that moment mm-hmm. and talk to her like she's your girlfriend and, and, and talk in a way that you're selling something but you're not outright selling it. You're right. selling it because you believe in it. Right. And that's a big piece of PR. You know, we're pretty adamant about the clients we bring on have to be work that we believe in. It has to be yeah. work we're passionate about and that we love, you know. And so over the years, I think that's why we've grown. It's because we have been selective that anything we take on has to be something that we're a very scrappy team and we hustle that we have to be energized to work and, and take on. Yeah, besides the brand story and having that storytelling component and really knowing the ins and outs of that, do, is there a requirement that you have sold X amount of units or so or like to kind of prove that 
this is actually in demand with the audience that HSN or QVC serves? Yeah, generally, um, those retailers are going to have um, and they're going to have a requirement of you need to have so much inventory mm-hmm. so that if we go on air, we don't sell out in the first couple minutes and people yes. are disappointed and then they have a bad experience. So right. they're really great about working with you to set that expectation. Um, I've been on air on HSN before where there was a brand in Dallas of some guys I know, and they were getting um, a trial run. And it's where um, they'll ask you for a smaller inventory, you get just a couple minutes on like a Thursday night and you're introducing, it's kind of like a soft launch. Uh And if it performs really well, like if, if it performs according to plan, Um, or close to plan, then it indicates to them that, okay, we could probably make a bigger investment and they could come back um, during prime time or another slot where they could, they could sell more. That is awesome. Jessica, this is amazing information. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I mean, you've, you've blown my mind. We've talked local, we've talked national, we've talked, if you're interested in an HSN QVC. And I just think that that whole all of your advice just kind of encompasses if you're just trying to pitch your brand in general what you need to have in order not just trying to get um into like that digital retail component but this is what you need in general yeah you know our business our practice group is marketing communications it's it's not pr it's not specific it's marketing communications because your stakeholders vary right and so sometimes we get businesses that are going through a merger and acquisition and they need to know how to pitch to investors they need to know how to tell their story and have a compelling story to show them it might be a private equity group that's considering them and they run their business really well but they need to in the next six months while they're going through um, that investment period, they need to be polished and buttoned up and and have a really compelling story to tell. And that's what TruePoint comes in and helps them do. We propel them forward in that aspect. And we just focus on that audience for them. Um, And so it's just looking at your business and saying, who are my stakeholders? I mean, this year in 2020, for most of us, our stakeholders and businesses have been our employees. Yeah. Right. What do they need from us? And we need to love on them, care for them. How do they know that we're going to figure out? Nobody knows what to do right now, but we're going to figure it out day by day. How right. do they know that, you know, what is the messaging they're hearing from you as a brand? I love that. And so that's our job um, is to help them figure that out. And, and communications is a management function. Right. Yeah. And so when it's done really well, the business is managed really well. Yeah. And I love how you were taught. You talked about the relation to the employees because it takes on an internal and external function and sometimes maybe the focus is too much on the external right right instead of focusing on internal which if those employees are revved up and you take care of them they're going to take care of you outside of the company which kind of makes that external communications plan like a little bit flow a little bit easier that's right you have people out there speaking on your behalf that really enjoy working for you so that is awesome So tell people where they can find out more about TruePoint or you. How can we follow everything that you guys have going on? Thank you. Yeah, I would love for you guys to check out truepointagency.com. Give us a shout out. Reach out. I'm very open to always um, talking through opportunities with people. I mean, this past week I've taken a couple of calls where I'll tell people you don't need us. You don't need to invest in us. You don't need to invest in PR. Go get an intern or go get a contractor or you need somebody internally for this kind of work. Um, I'm a big believer in running good business and I'm very grateful to where TruePoint has grown to today and it's because I've had a lot of great mentors who have given me good counsel and as a business owner I, I like to help people run good efficient quality businesses especially this year where we all need to keep our businesses alive. 
Um, so come to truepointagency.com, reach out to me, um, Jessica Nunez, uh, Jessica at truepointagency.com. And I'm happy to chat and talk communications. Yes. And you guys see why I'm obsessed with her. Like she is such like you see that term thrown around so much. It makes me cringe like boss CEO, like boss, babe, boss, girl, boss, chick. Like, no, this is the epitome of boss. Okay. So I will use that with Jessica and it won't make myself cringe because that is just like who she is. I am inspired right now. You're I'm awesome. revved up. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> like, like, how can I serve my clients and the contractors that work for me better? Like, girl, you have just blessed us. So if she has blessed you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button first and foremost. And then you're going to want to share this out because people need this information. I've learned so much. I know it's going to help you guys out. Thanks for tuning in. Rate the episode, leave us a review, and you can always email me, Leah, at think3media.com with any episode suggestions. And if y'all want Jessica to come back, email me so I can beg her to come back on. <laughs> I would love to chat. We can talk about the crisis of the day. We can kind of pick oh out. Oh my God, Jessica, there's know. so many. Yes. So. I love to give my uh, my expert opinion. This is a place where I say I have a license to, to drive. I have a license to share my opinion because it's what I do for a living. So I love to look at the headlines and kind of. Oh my God, it's so yeah. much fun. It's like, how would you have done this better? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to play a game with like all of my local publicist friends and like almost like not really Jeopardy, but like a game show where I have like three of you guys in here and I throw it out and y'all just kind of give me your opinion. take on it. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's brain functions differently. And, so and, and based on the experiences that you've had and there's a great learning in that. So bring me on. I'm ready. Yes. Thank you for this, Leah. This is oh, inspiring. I love the podcast. Thank I've en you. I've enjoyed it. I hit subscribe. Yeah. I listened. I just went through like one after the other. They were great. Thank you so much, Jessica, for appearing on season two. And if you guys have any other suggestions, you know how to find me. And until next time.